Hi. Hi, everyone. <laughs> welcome. 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 I am your host, Shelly Roan, and this is the first Remarkably Us podcast episode. I'm really nervous. I'm nervous and excited and feeling really vulnerable, but sometimes I think I'm best when I just talk things through and, you know, I can recall some really, really incredible conversations I've had with people in my life and definitely recently in in the last few years while I've quit drinking and embarked on this journey. And I'm really excited to start sharing those conversations with you guys. I write a lot about all of this stuff and I, and I will always write, I'll always be a writer, but you know what? Sometimes you just got to talk through some shit. So after what we'll call the great breakdown of 2019, I've been journeying through self-discovery, sobriety, trauma, divorce, relationships, all of the above. I've learned and continue to learn what it takes to get up and stay up. And what couldn't be clear to me now is that we are absolutely nothing without connection. So I created a space where we share our stories and all of the tools collected in maintaining a consistent environment for self-growth love and discovery. So in this space, I'll have solo episodes where I talk about my life, the things I'm dealing with, have dealt with everything. I mean, nothing's off the table. So (laughs) buckle up. We'll also hear from others who are breaking barriers and climbing incredibly tough mountains. So get ready to get inspired and motivated to laugh, to cry, but most importantly, to love. And this is all from the lens of a previous hot mess. And now I'm just a slightly more put together disarray. You know what? Let's jump right into it. So in today's first episode, I'm going to attempt to answer a question. (laughs) The question being, what the fuck are we even doing here? If you're familiar with my blogs or my Instagram, my website, you'll notice that there are some themes. A lot deals with sobriety, but it really is like a diary almost of how I have and am continuing to come into myself. I saw a TikTok today. Okay. And let me just, I know, I know, I know when I, now I'm deep into TikTok, I'm invested in it. I started my TikTok journey last year. It was around probably February of the pandemic. I was staying with the family that I used to nanny for because I'm like, I don't know what's going on. I don't want to be alone. We're quarantined. I need comfort. And their daughter, this was, she was big into TikTok. And at that point, whenever we would get on it, I was on with her and she was nine at the time. And I was filled really, you know, because I was watching with her and what she was watching, it was like 15 year old girls dancing in the mirror. So I put TikTok in that category. Cause I'm like, this is weird. <laughs> I should not be watching 15 year old girls dancing in the mirror. And then one of my friends kept sending me TikTok videos that were hilarious. If anyone remembers like vine days, it, st- it was, she was sending me videos of, and I was like, this is Vine. 
This was, you know, those little short little blurp videos, you know, 30 to 60 seconds and they're hilarious anyways. So now I'm invested. I, I definitely have a TikTok. I've never posted, but I'm watch anyways. So I saw a TikTok today and it was a girl talking about turning 30 and just being fired from her job and her really struggling with this reality of not knowing what she wanted, who she wanted to be, what she was going to do and realizing like she had never, ever figured out what she wanted or who she wanted to be, you know, and, and society kind of telling her, you know, you need to do this and do this and do this. And, and, oh my gosh, talk about how like this resonating with me is society and the culture that we live in, especially nowadays, we're almost conditioned. Like you go to school, you get a job, you get married, you have kids, you be successful, you be humble, you give back, you be passionate, you love what you do. It goes on and on and on and on. And it can be exhausting. And to be, to feel like you don't fit into those, what, like that path, right? I guess, you know, that normal pathway that I guess we're all supposed to quote unquote, go towards or live on to feel like you're not on that, to be this girl, right? 30 fired. That feeling is just of being so lost and it is a lonely feeling. I mean, it's so lonely, you know, but what I really started to to think about, you know, after I kind of watched that was one, how incredible is it that we have a platform that we have, you know, social media where this woman got on and she's like, I'm 30. I got fired. I have no idea what I'm going to do, but you know what? I'm going to figure myself out. That's incredible. Right. Because I saw that and I was like, girl, same, you know, I mean, I didn't just get fired, but that feeling I'm like, I felt that in my bones. It just resonates so much with me. It's a big theme in my writing. And what I, I, I feel is going to be a theme in these podcast episodes of really like not knowing what the fuck I'm doing or what we're doing and kind of winging it. Right. I just continue to collect tools for all my little toolboxes to keep myself moving forward. And what I realized is that that motion of moving forward isn't, that motion is not a straight line. That bitch is zigzagged because life doesn't work like that. Life doesn't work in that straight, very forward on straight nose down kind of line. Life doesn't happen like that. It takes you on a wild journey, whether you like it or not, whether you're buckled in, you're going left, you're going right. You're going on that roller coaster where your eyes are kind of squinted open you're like, I don't know. I'm going in a tunnel. I don't know what's coming out the other side, but I'm buckled in. So I'm ready. And what I, what I've realized in the last couple of years is that as long as I'm moving forward with love and empathy and spirituality, life will take me on its journey. 
And it'll get me where I'm supposed to be. It'll get me where I'm supposed to be. That path is not straight. It's curved and it's bumpy, but you're moving forward. As long as you do that with love, empathy, and a sense of self, you're, the universe will take you where you need to be. And this is hard. This is really hard. Putting trust and faith into the process and not the destination. What the fuck? That's so hard. It is probably one of the hardest things that I'm really have. I mean, I have to just really put myself into that because yes, goals while goals and dreams are important. There's a fine line here because when we create this dream or this goal, oftentimes, and for me, I know it's subconsciously or consciously a goal of belonging of finally fitting somewhere, right? What a catch 22 or forgive me if I'm not using that phrase right at all. Like, okay, yeah, okay. I'm cool with the journey. Yes, life is a journey and it'll take me on whatever path. But um, as long as I get there, as long as I get to the big house, the big career, uh, the family of four with the cars, the vacation, as long as I get there, I'm cool, right? Once I get there, then I'll belong. Like I'm totally cool with the journey being a little zigzag. That's a hard thing to separate. It really is healthy goals and dreams from the innate desire to fit in and belong somewhere. Separating these two, uh, realizing, you know, I've got my journey and I'm moving forward every day. And these are things that I would like to attain. And these are things that, you know, that, that I would like out of my life, but that doesn't mean that I belong just because I might reach that at some point. I belong now already without having those things. I've already belong. So this is, this is really new for me. This is new for me. And I think it's really tough for a lot of people. I have struggled with purpose and belonging my entire life, my absolute entire life from a really young age. I moved around a lot as a kid. I'm a military brat. So I moved to a new place just about every year until I was nine. Um, I, and I always felt different. I always felt like I just didn't quite fit anywhere. Um, when we, we moved to Montana, when I was in the, I started fourth grade in Montana, which is where my mom's side of the family is at my dad's side of the family is all up and down the East coast, but mainly in Baltimore, um, and in Maryland. And my mom's side of the family is white. My dad's side of the family is black. And my brother and I were pretty much the only mixed race kids on each side. There weren't a lot of 
of mixed kids on my dad's side of the family. And there weren't any on my mom's side of the family. And so I, from birth was different than everybody on both sides of my family. I just never, I never felt like I fit anywhere. My head was always in the clouds, but I was desperately trying to fit somewhere. You got the city side on my dad's side. I mean, city, city, city all the way. And then on my mom's side, you have cowboys and ranchers and my aunt's a barrel racer. And my, like my grandparents have a pet donkey named Lucy. Like it is just, and then there's me, this little mixed girl with curly hair being like, what the fuck am I supposed to be doing? You know, like, I'm not really a city girl, but I also like, don't like dirt. <laughs> so, like, what am I supposed to do? You know, with my head always in the clouds, but I never wanted to, that was always like my secret world, right? in my mind. I I never wanted to tell anybody or tell anyone of these stories that I always thought about and all of these different worlds I had in my mind. And cause I just wanted to fit. And I, you know, I did the thing. I went to school. I moved to California. I met a man. I got married, got a degree all of a sudden, you know, after I got sober, my head started to clear and it was like a tornado of bricks hit me. It was like, I had a flash. I just kept having flashes of my entire life of all of the decisions that I had made. And I looked around and I was suffocating. I didn't even recognize who I was from the outside. I I had it all. I was married. I just got a degree. I was working my first big girl job, but I had no idea who I was. I ended up leaving my husband and it is more clear to me now, almost two years after that, I never allowed myself the opportunity to get to know me, Shelly, to get to know myself. I was always too busy trying to fit somewhere and to do what everyone else was doing, to be liked. And it didn't work. So when I hear these things, when I'm scrolling on TikTok and this girl's like, I'm 30, I just got fired and I have no idea who I am. I'm like, yes, girl, me either. (laughs) But I'm learning, you know, I'm learning. And it is, I know now it is so much about just simply moving forward, tuning into yourself being with yourself. It is about every little thing in every little day. Losing sight of yourself in the process of life is death. I'm 28. I'm divorced 
I don't drink anymore. I struggle with a lot. I struggle with a lot, a lot of trauma from my childhood, a lot of really bad decisions that I've made. Um, I struggle, I struggle a lot, but I'm finally embracing the journey. I have goals, but they'll happen as long as I'm taking one step forward. And if life takes me a little sideways, that's okay. I'll go sideways, but I'll do it with love. If you're struggling with belonging, find things that you love. Something you can do almost every day. For me, it's running, walking, listening to audiobooks, reading, and writing. Writing, writing, writing. When I write, I feel like I am at home. I remember from such a young age, I love telling stories. I love telling stories. I love writing stories. I love concocting stories in my mind. I remember being a really young girl and it was I would, I don't remember if we were living in South Carolina or Virginia at the time, wherever we were at, there were woods and I would walk through these woods and I would pretend I was, oh my gosh, I don't know, on an excursion of a lifetime. I would, I mean, the stories that I would make up in my mind and it, in a way it helped me feel like I had a place, like I had a place in these stories that I made up because I never really felt like I had that place. When I wrote, when I think of stories, when I tell stories, I feel like I'm home. Find something that makes you feel at home. This will help you come into realizations that It's not about a big thing, a certain income, a group of friends, or a job. It's about you and about being happy and making connections in your life. There's a Maya Angelou quote. And I first heard this quote listening to a Brene Brown podcast. And when I tell you... I am a Brene Brown junkie. I have read and listened. (laughs) I've listened to every single one of her podcasts. She has a podcast called Unlocking Us, and she has another one called Dare to Lead. I've listened to every single episode on both on both podcasts. I've read all of her books. I've listened, I listened to them over and over again. I cannot recommend her work more. I think that she the way that she teaches us about the art of vulnerability and connection is a chef's kiss of work. And it was actually, it was really her podcasts and her books that made me want to do this, that made me want to start blogging and start really writing again. And put my story out there and be vulnerable with the world. Oh my God. Like what a 
Hi, I'm Shelly. I'm 28. I'm divorced. Um, I'm sober. Um, I struggle with anxiety, um, depression, eating disorders, low self-worth, um, validation, um, you know, from sex, um, all I'm like, okay, bye. Like a couple of years ago, I would have never, ever, ever, ever said those things. I mean, ever. And her work really has just instilled in me that that is why we're here. We're here to tell our stories and to share our vulnerabilities with people and to open up, to give other people the chance to open up and realize that they're not alone. Okay. So I was listening to one of her, one of her podcasts and she was talking about um, her her love for Maya Angelou's work. And there was a quote from Maya Angelou that goes, you only are free when you realize you belong no place. You belong every place, no place at all. Let me just, let me one more, one more time. You only are free when you realize you belong no place. You belong every place, no place at all. The feeling of not belonging anywhere, but craving to belong is crushing. I have never fit into a mold and I never will be able to. I've learned that my power, our power does not come from fitting in. It comes from standing out, from standing on our own, in our power, in our grace, and in our resilience. We kill our light when we don't speak, when we try to fit molds, when we desperately alter ourselves for an agenda that is not our own. Our childhoods and our upbringings and even into our, some of our adult lives, they don't always set us up for success, but we are resilient and brave enough to not let it define us, but to make us just that much stronger. We are individual creatures connected and intertwined with our stories, our energies, and our lives. So yeah, we do belong in every place and in no place at the same time. So the question, what the fuck are we even doing here? My answer, we're living. We are loving ourselves. We are embracing every single part of ourselves and our journeys. We are taking one step forward every day and riding this wavelength of life and we're doing it with love. All right, my dears, I love you so, so, so much. That's a wrap. Thanks so much for listening to the first ever episode podcast episode, Remarkably Us, the podcast. If you want some additional content, 
or want to reach out, follow me on Instagram at remarkably underscore us. You can also check out my website, remarkablyus.com for my blog, quick tips and episode links. If you think that this episode would help anyone, please share, share and share. Be kind and please never forget how wildly capable you are. Till next time. Bye.